0: The Rogue Ghost, Episode 1 On a cold Christmas Eve in Sheffield, as the world outside was wrapped in festive lights and the echo of carols, I sat alone, cloaked in the shadows of my past. That's when he appeared, a stranger in a red jumper claiming to be Santa Claus. His eyes held a depth that spoke of untold stories. He leaned in, his voice barely above a whisper. I need your help. My last Christmas door is in danger, and only you can save it. Greetings, dear friends, both old and new. As the veil of the old year descends and the footsteps of a new one draw near, I return from the shadows to share an enigma-filled tale that transcends the realms of the ordinary. I am the rogue ghost, your guide through the labyrinth of mysteries, and today, I invite you to partake in the first chapter of a saga that unfolds with the allure of a secret well-guarded. In the heart of Sheffield, my story finds its genesis. Here, nestled among the cobbled streets and looming shadows, I find myself seated at the crossroads of destiny. It's a peculiar feeling, to be both known and unknown, to have old friends and new friends joining me on this journey. But before we delve deeper into the secrets that await, allow me to introduce myself to those who have recently joined our clandestine congregation. I am the rogue ghost, a moniker that conceals my true identity, a guardian of secrets, and a seeker of justice. As I embark on this quest, I shall be your guide through the ever-twisting corridors of my existence, each turn revealing a new mystery, each step leading us closer to the truth. My journey through life began in the frosty embrace of November 1974, in the quiet state of Maine, nestled in the northern reaches of the United States. However, my path was one fraught with early adversity, as I never had the chance to know my parents. Instead, fate saw fit to place me in the care of an orphanage shortly after my birth, setting the stage for a childhood marked by uncertainty and constant change. In those tender, formative years, I became intimately acquainted with the transient existence of a child moving from one children's home to another across the vast expanse of the United States. Each new destination held its own unique chapter in the story of my young life, with unfamiliar faces, rules, and routines shaping my world. It was at the age of 13 that the course of my life took a pivotal turn. A fateful medical examination unveiled a rare and serious heart condition, a revelation that would forever alter the trajectory of my existence. The treatment required to combat this condition was not readily available within the borders of the United States. Thus, it was determined that my best chance for a healthier future lay across the vast Atlantic Ocean, in the United Kingdom. I was uprooted once more, finding myself in a place called Elmwood Children's Home in the city of Sheffield. Within the echoing corridors of despair and beneath the stern rule of the matron, I stumbled upon an unexpected treasure, a love story that would forever hold my heart in its thrall. My angel, as she shall forever be known in the chronicles of our enigmatic journey, emerged as my kindred spirit amidst the trials and tribulations of orphanhood. Fate had woven a curious tapestry that connected us, for she too bore the weight of the same heart condition that had brought me across the ocean. In the eyes of the world, we were mere shadows, meaningless names inscribed in a ledger, subject to the whims of a system that often treated us as if we were invisible. Yet, Within the very heart of that desolation, a bond was forged that transcended the mundane. Ours was a story of love that defied the boundaries of time and circumstance, a story that would become an integral part of the cryptic narrative that lay ahead. But our love story was never destined to follow the conventional script. To the outside world, we appeared to be victims of a malevolent heart condition, a carefully constructed cover story designed to lead us to the enigmatic Longstone Institute. Nestled in the shadows of Bakewell, this institution held a clandestine purpose, specializing in the treatment of enchanters, gifted beings who could shape reality itself through the art of chanting. It was within these hallowed halls that we uncovered the hidden tapestry of our true heritage as enchanters, embarking on a journey that would forever alter the course of our lives. It is said that when enchanters reach the age of 25, the relentless march of time comes to a standstill for us. Our hearts cease to beat, and the inevitable process of aging grinds to a halt. It is at this juncture that we don shimmer rings, arcane ornaments that conceal our immortality, allowing us to appear as any ordinary person would, aging in sync with the world around us, our guises meticulously reset as we journey through eternity. It's a veil woven from the threads of magic, known only to our kind and a select few who traversed the enigmatic realms of existence. Our metamorphosis was far from ordinary, within the confines of the Longstone Institute, a rare and remarkable magic dwelled within us. This magic was called animas. We bore the extraordinary gift of shapeshifting, a power that transcended the limits of even standard magic. I found I could shift into a crow, my angel, an owl. my angel and I, found ourselves recruited by the Vatican's of arm, the Spectrous Order, a covert organization that operated beneath the surface of reality. Marked with tattoos that mirrored our animal personas, we became Spectres ghosts, entrusted with missions that plunged us into the depths of intrigue and danger. It was within the folds of this clandestine world that we honed our abilities and marked our unwavering devotion to the mysterious cause. But destiny, that capricious mistress, has a way of revealing her darkest plans at the most unexpected moments. On a mission in the Dominican Republic, a sinister plot by a group known as the Cerberus Syndicate unraveled before our eyes. Their malevolent designs sought to infiltrate the government, and we, my angel and I, stood as the last line of defense against their nefarious intentions. However, the price we paid was immeasurable, and the light of my angel was extinguished, casting me into a world plunged into the abyss of sorrow the syndicate, adept at weaving their web of deception, sought to lay a sinister shadow over my angel's demise and framed me for a murder. The organization I had once served with unwavering loyalty, the Spectres Order, now marked me as their most wanted fugitive, their prime target. The tattoo that bore my allegiance to the Spectres Order was not just a symbol; it was a malevolent tracker, an ever-watchful eye that shadowed my every move. Escaping their relentless pursuit with the aid of former comrades, I embarked on a perilous journey to the heart of Australia, seeking refuge with an aboriginal tribe possessing a unique ability to conceal the tattoo beneath a layer of a dead man's skin, rendering it powerless. And thus, the rogue ghost was born. A voice in the darkness, a beacon of truth in a world shrouded in deception. My podcast became a testament to my unwavering quest for justice, a mirror reflecting the malevolence of the Cerberus Syndicate. today, my friends, marks a significant chapter in this tale. The rogue ghost emerges from the shadows once more, and as I stand on the precipice of a new era, there is more to unveil. For you see, just a few days ago, on that fateful Christmas Eve night as I drowned my sorrows in a Sheffield pub, an extraordinary encounter transpired, an encounter that would rekindle the fire of my purpose. A man, his crimson jumper standing out against the pub's subdued backdrop, settled beside me he boldly claimed to be none other than Santa Claus himself. I must admit, my initial reaction was one of doubt and disbelief. This man, youthful and far from the conventional image of Santa Claus, evoked a deep sense of skepticism within me. I contemplated rising from my seat and discreetly slipping out of the pub, dismissing him as a charming but misguided drunkard, perhaps deserving of pity at best and certainly unworthy of further attention at worst but the man possessed something that gave me pause, something that hinted at the extraordinary, a shimmer ring, hanging from a chain around his neck. This man, who had proclaimed himself to be Santa Claus, was no mere imposter. He was an enchanter, much like me, and he was showing his true face as a gesture of trust. He revealed a grave peril that threatened the very fabric of our world, a peril that the Cerberus Syndicate sought to exploit. Sanda needed me to find his last christmas door before the syndicate laid claim to it magic doors were commonplace in the enchanter world but this particular christmas door was no ordinary portal it possessed unparalleled power capable of puncturing through the very essence of reality bridging the gap between realms and now this christmas door was in grave peril the door had been broken apart and concealed within twelve intricately crafted wooden puzzle boxes, each corresponding to one of the twelve days of Christmas, just like the classic song. These boxes had been scattered across the globe, hidden by Santa's trusted allies, and even he could not pinpoint their exact locations. As if to underscore the urgency, Santa revealed a triangular tattoo etched onto his wrist, a magical mark that relentlessly tracked his every move, save for a brief respite on the sacred night of Christmas Eve. It was on this night that Santa could operate unseen, and he needed my assistance to locate and bring together the puzzle boxes. But Santa Claus did not send me on this perilous journey without guidance. He bestowed upon me a Christmas card that would act as a beacon and compass, leading me to the hidden treasures when in proximity to them. This card, imbued with magical properties that only a powerful enchanter could bestow, carried a message within. It said, Christmas spirit will show the way, from your friends. D and A. Santa declared that this very spirit would illuminate the path, even in the darkest of nights. Beneath this message lay a riddle, a puzzle carefully crafted by Santa's allies, intended to unveil the whereabouts of the first puzzle box. It said In the city that never sleeps, where skyscrapers reach for the sky, seek the first box where an urban sanctuary hides your prize. Santa expressed his concern cautioning me that the Syndicate somehow possessed knowledge of the riddle's existence. He emphasized the importance of solving it swiftly to stay ahead of their pursuit. Before we parted ways, Santa made a solemn commitment to return once the mission had reached its successful conclusion. This pledge was not taken lightly, for it carried with it the weight of destiny and the unspoken understanding that our journey was far from over. As I gazed upon this mysterious figure, I vowed with unwavering determination that I would go to any lengths necessary to ensure the safety of this last Christmas door, preventing it from falling into the clutches of the malevolent Cerberus Syndicate. No matter the challenges that lay ahead, I knew that this mission was one I could not abandon, and the flame of resolve burned brighter than ever within me. Days that followed my encounter with Santa, I took the opportunity to revisit familiar places in Sheffield, each one carrying memories of my beloved angel. I found solace in the moments spent on the bench outside the cathedral, a place where our love had bloomed like the most resplendent of flowers. The cafes we had frequented, seeking refuge from the rigors of life at Elmwood, also held echoes of our laughter and the warmth of our connection. However, with each passing day, the urgency of my quest bore down on me. The elusive solution to the riddle, which would unveil the location of the first puzzle box, remained tantalizingly out of reach. It became increasingly apparent that time was a luxury I could ill afford, and I came to realize that this quest is not one that I could embark upon alone. And so, as I stand on the edge of revelations yet to unfold, I must share a truth that shrouds this very podcast in mystery. Like a phantom in the night, it has transformed, now a beacon only audible to those who walk with us in the shadows those who dare to confront the unknown. Hidden from the watchful eyes of the Cerberus Syndicate and the Spectrus Order, it whispers our secrets, safeguarding them in a cloak of enchantment. As this chapter closes and another beckons, I call upon you, my allies in the unseen, to brace for a journey where the impossible becomes possible. Boundless mysteries await, where danger lurks in every shadow, and the very fabric of reality quivers under the weight of our quest we stand united, you and I, against the dark machinations of the Cerberus Syndicate, our resolve unbroken. Together, we shall delve deeper into the arcane, protect the ancient magic that pulses at the heart of Christmas, and perhaps, just perhaps, reveal the truth that lies beneath. Until next time, my kindred spirits, keep the flame of belief ever burning.